0: welcome back to the highlight of my week uh the highlight of my year it's always the joyful rebellion podcast this is season two episode two of the joyful rebellion podcast i'm with my warriors from central falls warriors from central falls please say what's up to the world what's What's up up? hey uh and i hate that i do that i listen back to the podcast and then after you guys go what's up i always go hey right like what is that i hate it i hate it I, i have to stop that um Somebody wanted to point out, somebody wanted to point out that after we recorded the first podcast where we were talking about how uh, you guys, it's just normal that there's emergencies in your schools, like uh, the one that happened yesterday, where uh, people brought guns and knives to the schools. There was another, uh, there was another incident today. What school was this?
1: Um, It was near Segway or kind of like in front of it and um, veterans.
0: So what, what happened at Segway today?
1: Mm-mm. my mom sent me a text message saying that there was like two young men walking past saying that they had weapons like they had armed
0: weapons uh, so there were people talking about having weapons outside of yeah. the schools and at this point are people trolling like is it yeah, is that what yeah, it sounds like yeah. it sounds like people are tro- but they're taking advantage of the fear mm-hmm. right like because everybody's talking about schools getting shot up right now so, people are taking advantage of the fair. I don't know. For all I know, it could have, they might, maybe they had guns. I don't know. It's probably a BB gun because, like, I think there's, there's like a few kids on that street where it is.
2: Where...
0: What's happening with Central Falls and BB guns? Why is everybody got a, shot trend. By a BB gun? Hold on, hold on. What did you say?
3: I got shot once. Um, I was walking
4: towards, um. What's were those were Orbeez. Yeah. Oh, there's like There's one with yeah. Orbeez. Hold them. on. Yeah. They were what?
0: Orbeez. What's yeah. the difference between an Orbeez and a BB?
1: No, it's like over. like orbies, yes, they
0: were shooting Orbeez. Yeah. Orbeez. What I don't like, know what an orby is, little like Orbeez yeah, water a squishy, thing. water ball,
2: but they were a lot harder than this. You never
1: know
3: the see like that because the, the, like the water sp- balls that like grow like, Orbeez. Yeah. The, like the commercial of so like, like,
5: the, the spa thing.
0: So people yeah. shoot orbies, yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. It hurts, it, it, hurts. it does. And
0: the BB guns like a plastic bullet. They don't make as much as a mortgage. This is wild because um it's 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 just weird that in certain communities like everybody's running around shooting people with things and then i remember there was a kid with a toy gun in ohio and i think he was like he was somewhere between 8 and 12 and the police rolled up on this video the police roll up on this little kid playing with a toy gun and police just like shoot him uh which is wild there's a little kid playing with a toy gun do you remember the situation it was in ohio uh do you remember?
3: It was kind of at the beginning of Black Lives Matter. I remember because it, it was specifically a Black child and they like racially profiled.
0: They I just knew. rolled up on his Black kid and was like, he's got a gun. Was the police officer white?
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. That's funny. It was a
3: beginning of Black Lives Matter because it was now being brought to the attention now. It's not just grown Black men being targeted. It was now just Black people in general were targets of police brutality because we saw it in this case because it was obviously a toy gun. And, he, and the kid even, meant, I think, brought it up that it's just fake, it's just fake. And they still shot
0: him. I, I think there was an interesting question about was the police officer white? And I have so many mixed emotions about this question, right? Because uh, in Central Falls, a friend of mine uh, has taken over the Central Falls Police Department and I have high hopes. But also at the same time, it kind of doesn't matter if people are white or black because under the police, I feel like uh, there's, th- there's that phrase that says all cops are bad. I'm not going to designate whether or not all cops are bad, but I'm saying there's a reason that people say that. And I think institutionally, people look at the institution of policing and it's not a white cop that does all of this stuff, it's police in general. And I think of an example of something that happened in Buffalo, and I have more details thankfully of this one, but uh, police, uh, there was a traffic stop. Uh, Police were abusing the person that they pulled out of the car. He was a person of color and there was one black police person there. And the black police person who was a, a police woman tried to intervene. And finally, thankfully, a police officer actually gets in trouble and loses their job. But it wasn't the police officer who was abusing the person in the traffic stop. It was the black woman police officer who intervened in the matter. So what happened was she's snitching on the other cops kind of thing, right? Like she, instead of supporting, if a person is just like we saw with George Floyd, what was expected from the other police officers was to support that police officer and they did it all the way through the courts um and what happens when you speak out against another police officer is you're the only person who ever faces um discipline action for police officers so again whether the person's white or black i almost feel like maybe the whole system of policing uh needs to be uh transitioned i'm sorry to hear this about segway i'm sorry to hear that your community is still uh under threats of weapons like yesterday whether it's bb guns whether it's actual guns uh there was an actual knife uh brought to a school yesterday in your community so i'm sorry that you guys are having to deal with this um thank you for having a, a excellent discussion with us about that on episode one episode two uh i'm trying to actually get to the op- opposite side of that episode two i want to figure out uh what are some of the healthy ways that we cope and what are some of the unhealthy ways that we need to avoid? And I'm probably going to talk about sins of your father, uh, which is something that I have to deal with all of the time, because I have uh, I have a very successful father from the community. But I think my father had a very rough childhood, and there were definitely sins in there. And certainly my mother as well. And there's a lot of things that I watch them do that I want to avoid. And a lot of us can't help but repeat those things. So today we have Amy Hopp. Um, with us to talk about some of these things. Hi, Amy. Hi. I'm sorry that it took us so long <laughs> to finally work our way back to you. Uh, but there's a lot going on here. Um, so, sins of my father. Are you? Is this a is this a phrase that you're familiar with?
1: Not familiar with, but I'm trying to figure
0: it out. So, um, so you help people with recovery. Uh, you help people uh, find hope, and. Um, what are some of the what are some of the ways that people what's what are some of the pathways to hope that that people can find?
1: So my work primarily is with people um, who are in active addiction or experiencing a mental health crisis or emergency, and what I'm able to do is be next to them, be with them, whether it's in an emergency room at a fire station or working during the day as a recovery coach and saying, I'm someone who has been where you are, I'm just a regular person, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, Um, I'm just a peer, and I can offer peer support and help you navigate a life of recovery, whether it's from drugs and alcohol, uh, mental illness, or a combination. Uh, Pathways to recovery, um, there are multiple, that's a really important thing. A lot of people are only familiar with the very popular ones, ones that have been around for a long time. AANA, Al Anon, Naranon, um, but you know, also seeing doctors, nurses, medication for anxiety, depression, exercise is a big pathway of mine. There's a huge list of them. So I don't want to eat up all your I want
0: to clarify, are these all bad people? No. They're not bad people. Um, What does that mean? Because, again, we were talking about the police a moment ago, and a lot of the movies and TV shows that I watched growing up, uh, if somebody had an addiction problem, uh, we got to bust through their door and then point a gun at them and, like, you know, shout things about their mother. Um, So they're not all bad people. Are most of them bad people?
1: I will confidently say none of them are bad people.
0: None of them are bad people. And you feel confident about this. So people with addiction issues are not, this doesn't mean that they're bad people. You
1: know, making bad choices, hurting others because they're hurt. Hurt people, hurt people is something that you know, really resonates me in a lot of the talk about what's been going on with weapons and fighting. I kind of kept circling back to that in my head. You know, Somebody's hurting. They were bullied. They were left out. Some people internalize that pain and hurt themselves. That's what I did. A lot of drugs and alcohol to cope in unhealthy ways. Some people lash out.
0: Um, And I'm wondering, I, I falsely thought that it was attributed to culture. I falsely thought that because I grew up as a Puerto Rican, that it meant that I was supposed to absolutely abuse alcohol and deal with anxiety by smoking. And I'm not judging uh, smoking. I'm not judging smoking marijuana at all, I promise you. But what I'm saying is, uh, it seemed like the pathway that was presented to me as a child was uh, to deal with things by drinking and to deal with things by, by by smoking pot. And I know there's more than that, but that was just surface level. Those were just the things that I could see that people flaunted all of the time. And I thought that was just, a, I thought that was because I was Puerto Rican. I thought that would be like, I just thought, oh, every Puerto Rican family is like this because I have a large Puerto Rican family. It doesn't matter which household I went into. It was all very, very similar. Um, and I'm not saying that all Puerto Ricans are uh, drunks, but what I'm saying is, the ones that the ones that i grew up with certainly were and it felt like that's the path that i was supposed to have does does anybody else ever feel like that did anybody else ha- ever have that moment where it was like oh i always thought this was normal but this doesn't necessarily mean i have to i have to repeat this yeah well
5: yeah. actually you go ahead um i feel as if that whole like culture thing like oh you know someone i know or someone that's part of my family drinks or smokes weed or something like that i feel like that's like a you know, like that whole cultural thing, that's a definite actual problem. You know, because some people actually think like that. You know, they think that, all oh, right, well, since my parents drink or my parents do drugs, I, you know, could, could do drugs too. And, you know, um it sucks because, like she said, they're not always bad, but it's like at a young age, you get transformed into like, oh, now I got to do the same thing my mom or my father did uh so has another puerto rican
4: and dominican person i have a very very large family like 11 my dad has 11 siblings right and my mom both has 11 siblings as well
0: i think that's 10
4: 10 and 11 so and they like most of them are grand parents at this point so every month there's like a party like every for birthday parties for the little kids or just cookouts and there's always Patron or, like, other ways to get drunk. And it's, like, everyone get takes shots and gets drunk, and this is a lot. So even as a little kid, I was like, when I'm 21, that's what I'm going to have to do. And I still think that even though I know I probably shouldn't drink, I'm like, well, when I get 21, they're going to they're gonna get me shit-faced. <laughs> I'm going to have to wake up throwing up or something.
0: So I'm just used to it, too. And I'm not, I'm not telling you that you should or shouldn't. I'm not saying that you have to avoid that. I'm not saying that that makes you a bad person right? Like if, if you do end up drinking, I'm just suggesting that was the path that I saw. That's the path that you saw. That's the path that you saw. Anybody else have a similar or different experience?
3: I think for me, it was just like growing up, my, as much as I appreciate my parents and the sacrifices they made to move here from Puerto Rico, like they really did leave their lives behind to come here for better, I think, safety op- and more opportunities. But at the same time, it's like I learned so much from my parents of what I didn't want to be. And my mom will say this first. She was like, I didn't want you to be like me. I want you to be better than me. And that definitely resonated with me because growing up, that was exactly, I knew that for sure, I didn't want to be like my dad. I didn't want to be abusive. I didn't want to, I know like my family struggled with um, depression. Both my parents have attempted suicide and I had to see it. I had to go through it. I was in the hospitals with them. So for me, it was like, I tried to be every, I wanted to be just, Different. I was like, no, I'm gonna be better than this, and then it just perpetuated the cycle because I eventually ended up in the same place. Like my, I ended up on these anti-anxiety medications. I ended up just in that dark place because I was so focused on trying to break the cycle that I didn't realize I was already in it because I was already doing those habits that were instilled in me and that I saw growing up.
0: So here's my question for everybody in this room, and I'd love to hear from everybody. You don't have to. Uh, and I, I don't want to present some weird scenario. Like I, I had a bullet hole in, in my crib, right? Like like that's extreme. I don't want the next person to feel like, oh man, I got to top that, right? Like I'm not trying to do that. Um, but when I'm talking about, you, to, you mentioned uh, anti-anxiety meds. Um, what are some of the ways, are, is it prescribed medications what are some of the ways that we cope when we've had the worst day? When we've had the worst day, what are some of the ways that we cope? That's my question for all of you. I'm going to start with you. Do you want me to skip you for now and give you a second? Because I know Keith is always ready. I can go to Keith. Okay. I'm going to come back to you. Because you're a genius. You are a genius.
5: I Start with uh, her. Start
0: with You Go
4: ahead. Um, so... I mean, if I like the worst day ever, I'd say the biggest thing I'll do is like probably like talk to like my best friend. Um, he's my online best friend, but just like tell him what that's like. I feel like the best way to just feel better, like have someone hear you and try and help you and stuff. And also, when I have a bad day, I like to listen, listen to music. is helpful for me. So.
0: Listening to music, which is a common one. A lot of people say listening to music, uh, you talk to your best friend. And you talk to your best friend online have you ever met this person no. have you ever seen have you ever had like an online chat where you can definitely see them yeah. okay um what's this person like
4: um they're uh, troll. No. <laughs> they're, they're like they're like i don't know what i mean <laughs> what i mean to ask is
0: i'm sorry what i mean to ask is what In what ways does this person relieve you from an awful day?
4: Well, we're just very, like, honest with each other and open, and, like, we know we can tell each other anything, and, like, we're always
0: talking to each other, so, yeah. You know, um, thank you for sharing. I mentioned, and I've mentioned on every podcast since, I'm still going through it, and it still sucks, uh, but when my grandmother died, that hit me in, like, some new way. Some new way. And playing Rocket League uh, with my friends, I didn't tell them that my grandma died. I just blew up cars. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't going for goals. I wasn't trying to win. I was just trying to blow up cars and get, some, get rid of some of my rage and anger. But just having those friends there to talk to was definitely helpful for me. Uh, Desi, what's some of the ways, you mentioned anti-anxiety meds. Is that still a norm for you? I got off
3: those just because it kind of got addicted to the point that I felt like I couldn't function without the, and it's not like it was too bad to the point that it was like I just like I had to go to like therapy or like treatment or something. It was more the sense of like I wanted to keep upping it because I was like, this isn't working anymore. I need to up the dosage now. And even when my mom was like, now nah, you gotta be careful, like that's enough. I would at some point I was like, what if I just take two pills instead to up the dosage? Like what if I do that? So was the the
0: legal meds was that somewhat addicting to you?
3: It, it, I got addicted to the feeling what I try to tell people is like you don't understand what it's like when you have so much going on in your head like it doesn't stop till all of a sudden you have that peace and it's like when some when you take that peace away you get desperate it's that desperation it gets you to the point that you're just like no I need this I I can't work without this and it's like like I said like it sounds exaggerative but until you're in that position it's like to this day like i had to figure out new coping habits because i was like i can't take my medication anymore i've been on it for two years i can't take it anymore and it's like what do i do now and it was like it was kind of awful because it was like again you i wanted to take it and i couldn't
0: yeah if you don't mind me asking how long ago how long ago did you finish that struggle
3: january i got off it but um i just started like actually like feeling good good about like Two months
0: ago, maybe. Yeah, in between all of that, I sometimes wonder because you are the champion of Steambox. I said, I said so online. This, I don't, I have no problem saying that for the world to hear, and I hope no students feel bad about this. But, but you have, sorry, Keith, <laughs> sorry, Keith. Uh, but this has been a banner year for you from teaching other students, uh, to build robots like you and I did this summer while they're learning uh, other languages. Uh, to setting up this anime Boston, setting up Japan for a group next year that you're not even in because you'll be in college. Um, This has been your year. You've been our Steambox champion. All of that while you're a senior and getting through senior presentations, having to figure out college, has this been, you got off the anti-anxiety stuff right at like a huge pressure moment in your life. What's that been like?
3: been so hard and the problem is that like you know I have depression but I didn't take medication for it even though the anxiety kind of treated it as well but it was like my depression was never this bad I think the only time it was this bad was when my parents got like divorced and I was going through that this was like my peak of like anxiety of depression because I remember just at one point being like what's the point why am I doing this like what if I just everything what if I just disappeared what would happen and I hate that I thought that way because I really was at my peak this is my like it's not like my peak peak, but like I'm at the top of my game right now I'm speaking at conferences I'm doing this I'm doing that
0: you are at the top of your game right
3: now right now yeah it seems like and then what I tell you is that like, you don't know what it's like you don't know what it's like behind the scenes because that struggle was real I remember like I was crying in my bathroom being like what if this is like what if I just quit what if i'm just done what is the point of this what am i fighting for and it was like at one point i was like what if i just disappear like who's gonna miss me who's gonna care and it's just like it's hard because i didn't want to admit that either i didn't want people to know because again top of my game bro like they're like she's just exaggerating she's you want my kid you want more attention and it was never that It was like no it's like i can't let you know because i'm supposed to be a role model i'm supposed to be an inspiration how do i tell people at some point i want to just not be here anymore, that I just wanted to quit. I wanted it to just be gone. It's so hard to admit that.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Mimi had a really interesting uh, conversation with me before we started recording. Uh, I know Mimi doesn't love to share a lot online, so I'm not going to bother you too much. But Mimi and I were talking about how, as I'm an introvert, and I see a little bit of that in her, I was dead after this weekend's Anime Boston. I, Sunday, just don't even talk to me Sunday, right? Like I wasn't even, I slept for 11 straight hours after, uh, which is unusual for me. Uh, I slept a long time. Uh, Mimi found a way, you guys went to like, when, when Anime Boston got to be a lot, you guys went to the manga room? We
3: couldn't, they, it was in another building. So we went to the Hollow Life thing instead because it was like quiet for a good like half hour before it started.
0: Yes or no, did that help Mimi?
1: Yeah, because
2: I
0: didn't pay attention to the actual um, demonstration. I was reading a moral about it while the demonstration was happening. Wait, wait, what'd you do? what you get so, here? So does reading, so Mimi, does reading, does reading help? Is that one of the solutions for you? Yeah. Naya, before you leave, what's one way that you cope with the worst day ever?
1: Uh, music and dancing.
0: Music and dancing. Yeah. All right, so you're, you're currently, you do some kind of dance at the school. Is it a uh, chair?
1: Oh, Yeah
0: but that's not really. Does that add pressure or take away pressure?
1: Um, both. There are some times where like the team has down. So it's like that adds on to your mental health, but then there's other
4: times where the team is there to help.
0: you. Thank you so much for sharing. How do we deal with, uh, how do we cope after a really rough day?
4: Well, I, I cope bad. I notice like whenever I cope, I cope really bad. I just sleep and then I don't fall asleep. I just in. Seem like I'm thinking the entire time and I think too much and I don't like no one will know if I'm having the worst day ever. I won't tell anyone. I just internalize it by myself and then just move on. Same
1: mood. Same mood. But same is that mood.
4: bad? Is uh, it work? No, because I'm thinking same. of all the worst situations even because my brain just talks like
0: I talk a lot already. My brain talks twice as much as me. I feed it. Literally, literally, same. Yes, same. literally the same. Literally, same. Literally, same. Uh, uh, we got people nodding their head. Uh, And I think you were going to say for some people that works and, and that, that is okay. That's an okay solution for some people when that works.
1: I think it's important to meet yourself where you're at. I have lots and lots of coping skills, some very weird ones and not common ones, uh, but also not assigning like moral value to everything. Things don't have to be good or bad. They work or they don't work. Sometimes thinking, I have trouble with intrusive thoughts, so I'll, you know, categorize them or file them away as they enter my brain as helpful or not helpful. And
0: tell me more about, um, tell me more about moral.
1: So, well, I guess when it comes to coping skills, and even it circles back to, to substances, um, when we were talking earlier about people being good or bad. I feel, and then the the whole cultural component I feel like is another podcast with regards to substance use because I've supported a lot of people who, um, I had a a young woman who was Puerto Rican. And like you said, every Saturday had a birthday party and I would be like, can you just not go? Like I, and she would say, no, I have to go. And it's my cousin's friend's kid. And she didn't share with anyone that she was trying to cut back on her drinking to get into recovery and didn't have that person. So there are cultural components, but as far as, you know, good and bad go substance use inherently is neither good nor bad it's probably never going to go away it's why we use um that you know is what makes our actions good or bad our choices and as far as coping skills I feel the same same goes
0: can I can I make a a, I'm going to go extreme is that okay I'm going to make an Mm -hmm. extreme example uh so trigger warning Uh, I know you guys are breaking of age, and I know some of you have had experiences like this, and some of you have yet to have these experiences, but uh, I know people who cope through romantic encounters. Um, And when we talk about, you know, almost judging them like a good way and a bad way, is that another one of those, like you mentioned a moment ago, like if if it works, right, is that another one of those that can be a healthy outlet?
1: I would say if if no one's being harmed, um, and that's in a variety of ways psychologically, emotionally, physically, you're protecting yourselves.
0: I know. I know it was extreme. <laughs> I know it was extreme, uh, and I know you're squirming. But I think that I think the fact is, if I'm thinking back to high high school, college, if I'm thinking back to high school, college, I know that. For some people, that's the answer to the question that we're asking, right? Like that's what some people gravitate towards is uh, physical attention, right? So I just wanted to I just wanted to uh, get real with that. Brandon, a minute ago you were agreeing, uh, you were agreeing and saying that that was it for you. Can you tell me more? Not the romantic encounter. Sorry.
5: You know, like if I'm just having a really shitty day, all I do is just like sleep for like over like. 12 hours but like also my brain's just like constantly saying stuff wow and it's it, it somewhat helps but then it also doesn't sometimes so
0: the voices in our head yes sometimes the voices in our head leave to lead to solutions and sometimes they spiral and just lead to like more problems right more- i
4: just want to add on like yeah what, like if i have a bad day and i'm like by myself then yeah like the same thing like i feel like the thoughts are just like really bad and unhealthy so i just try and not like when i'm alone and i had a bad day it's just like my brain is not like not helpful so that's why i decided like avoid being alone if that's
0: the case yeah some people like being alone some people avoid being alone and it's so interesting right because we're trying to get to the same place we're trying to get to like our own wellness we're trying to get to a place of calm and to a place where we feel good and sometimes it's two completely different different directions what do you do terrible day Somebody, everybody tells you they hate Heathers, and Spider-Man 3 is awful. Uh, yeah, it's
5: a normal
0: day for them. So, so it's a everybody's trashing uh, the things that you love on a certain day. It's
2: a addiction, bro. Uh,
0: what, what are some of the ways that you cope?
2: Okay, so, like, take out like, like that stage of, like, people roasting, like, Spider-Man 3 or Heathers. It's like, if I'm just having, like, a general... Like, You're like, having an like, awful day. Yeah. Uh going Don't laugh at me for this, we're like... <laughs> I was
0: gonna say Heather's. Heather's. <laughs> yeah. Your you answer is Heather's. On. I, I, <laughs> I sometimes, it. sometimes, sometimes people laugh because it tickles them, and I think it's ticklish to us because it's been a punchline, right? Like so many times you talked about Heather's, and we all know. So it's funny that you're gonna say Heather's to us. It's not funny in a bad way to you. We're not making fun of you. Uh, but you'll watch, Is it just Heather's? Is it musicals? I would say it's like just mainly Heather's. Mainly, he- Heather's is your jam. Are you talking about the movie? The musical. The, m- the musical, because it's like a movie, musical, TV show. We don't talk about the TV show. All no. right. TV okay. We don't talk about Bruno. I'm oh, sorry. We don't talk about the TV show. The TV show is Bruno. I got you. I've never seen it. Movie. Uh, the movie's okay. The movie's good. The movie's good. Uh, but you'll watch the musical. That's what gets you through some tough times. What is it about this musical that's going to get you, that speaks to you? I don't know. It's so this is your moment. You've been talking about Heather's all year long. This is your <laughs> moment to share with us why it's so important. You might save somebody's life who's listening to this podcast. They tell might them, tell they
3: them. They might them watch pressure. Heathers. Tell Come on, up. tell them why Heather's <laughs> our <laughs> favorite.
0: You might save somebody's life. No pressure. Oh life.
5: No pressure. Prevent oh someone's
0: <laughs> taking
2: their life. <laughs> 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 so, it's just something about like Heather's, just like the songs and like the way the characters are. I don't know. For me, it's just like it's really like fun to like watch them, and, like interact, with, like the things they do, and the songs. I just I love all the songs. For two. There's like two songs I don't like, but like, other than that, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's just the character JD, my absolute favorite. I just love how crazy he is, and it's like something. Like every time I watch it, every prefer I watch the musical, I'm just like. I want to do that. I want to be... I want to... Wait, wait. Pause, 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 pause. I want to be like that. Like, I
4: want to be in the musical. I want to oh, do the musical. Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to do...
2: <laughs> Can I go to the same high school. Too. I'm not going to turn the school to Vietnam. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Jesus. Back to the school shooting type thing that you were talking about earlier. I was actually... I, there's something I wanted to say. I was, like, interloping with the... the of course shooting. you did. <laughs> that, But, like, something I, like... I just, like... Playing the villain for that story, like as JD, it's just like interests me so much. That's like, I want to do it.
0: Yeah. You want to, the musical. The musical. Right.
2: <laughs> Got it. He's a bit over the edge in the movie, but we don't talk like about
0: it. Yeah. There's a thing called mandatory reporting. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> <laughs> and the FBI listens to this later. Uh, that is a very awesome shirt. Uh, Thank you for rocking your Steambox shirt today. I'm sorry that you weren't able to join us for Anime Boston. I hope that you can in the future. Uh, For days that you've had the worst day ever, what are some of the ways that you cope?
1: Either a hot shower or binge watch something.
0: Hot shower or binge watch. What are the kind of things that you binge watch after a bad day? I like wrestling. And don't tell anybody, I would never say this if I was on the number one education podcast in the world, because people listen to that. Uh, What? I watch like romantic shows like F-Boy Island uh, and oh Temptation Island, <laughs> and oh, Island. I never heard of F-Boy Island. I heard of it. It's not romantic. <laughs> I, I know. It's just, it's a human experiment because you see all of these weirdos and it makes me feel normal it's that the they're drama. all, that they're all so, they're all so dumb. They're also dumb. It
3: puts me oh. up to put other
0: people down. Oh my God, it, it puts me wrong. up to watch people in the ant farm. <laughs> and I know I said the opposite about social media, but that's because I know them, and it's in real life. It's in real life on social media. On F Boy Island, I'm like, there's no way that person's a real human being. This has to be scripted, <laughs> right? Like, or yeah. or they pulled out the extreme weirdos in society. So, uh, what are the kind of things that you binge watch?
5: Uh, anime drama mystery action adventure
0: okay again people listen to this podcast in so many different countries which weirds me out i can show you the country map later uh people listen to this podcast what's something that you're recommending to the world give me one they've had an awful day the people listening to this podcast they just had the worst day ever and you are telling them what to watch on netflix uh no pressure the they player. they will jump out their window if you don't answer correctly. <laughs> they will hang there. Oh, so. open that window. Right, comment, 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 comment. <laughs> no no no. We got AC on. We're good. Um, we need a uh, physical uh, representation. Yeah. We do not. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> over the top,
5: top.
4: Over
0: the top. You know. We're good. there
5: there are many good options, but um, I'll recommend one of my favorite TV shows. I guess Merlin.
0: What is Merlin? Oh, the is that the magician guy? Wizard. Oh, excuse like me, You know Merlin. You know this? <laughs> <You know that? laughs> oh we need to talk later. I like Merlin. I, I love
1: Merlin.
0: This is joyful rebellion, so I should not make comments like nerds and stuff like that. Nerd. Right, How about that? You. that you say, you say you nerds next time you mention WrestleMania, I'm calling you a nerd. That's fair. That's fair. I am Could a wrestling nerd. I'm a wrestling I nerd. I totally um, deserve it. No, no, we're good. If you haven't, yeah, give I'm me more one more. One. Give me one more. Uh,
4: a sad one.
3: Banana fish. Anyone? Given. No, given. 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 It's on my wallet.
0: Wait, what know. is banana fish? Banana fish?
3: That's even worse. Don't do banana she, fish. Don't do banana
0: that fish. sounds like okay. a very... Ah,
3: yes. A friend. Oh, it's an my anime God. Boston, and she gave it
0: to me. Oh, very nice. Friend from our group? No. So you, you're you cheating on us with people from other groups? Kale, wow. Oh my oh God, how Open you. my window back up. All right, let's bring it back. What we're figuring out. And uh, we're asking Keith, our resident genius. We're asking Keith, the smartest mm-hmm. person in this entire building. I ain't no way you said
5: that.
0: I believe it. I believe it.
5: Fine, whatever.
0: I believe what? it. What is, what is one of the ways that you cope after a really hard, long day? <laughs> no! <laughs> no. I mean by that no, the same thing the that I asked everybody else. PG thirteen oh, wise, or bro. Uh, I this is this is real talk. Just try it's to put easy. it as gently as possible. Um, all right. Well, one, are you are you gonna talk about the tissue box? <laughs> no. Oh, no. sorry. sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, you said it, You said this to be PG thirteen. Box. We don't, so, we don't right. talk. about the. Yeah, so, uh,
5: there is Pretty two good. things. One was like, all right. Um, there was, I think, humor is the main thing for me. Okay. So uh, everything humor. And the second thing is uh. On Netflix, and I don't know if anybody's ever seen the show, but it's called Heart Stoppers. And oh oh I God. see now from seeing it, right? I was like, holy crap, this is so like it's, it's a, it's, I want to say like a romance comedy. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, this is so great. I love this. And I'm not, you know, I am you know, that that's like stepping out my boundary boundaries for one of those. Because yep. I'm not, like I said, not a romance person. Yeah, you know, but that's stepping out my boundary and I watched it for the first time. And there was this one thing where, cause there is this, there's it's this gay kid, right? And he basically has a hard time fitting into that, you know, of course. But he meets this other kid. This other kid doesn't know he's bi yet, because I'm not gonna say he's gay. He's not gay, he's just bi. And what happens is that, all right, well. After, like,
0: you made Buy sound like a discount gay. (laughs) 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 That was him, (laughs) not me. He said, Just, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so what happened is
5: that, long story short, they like have like this uh, I I don't remember if it was a sleeper or something like that, but oh, he was (laughs) they were watching a movie together with that, and the next day happens now, it's in London, and you know, London weather sucks, it's horrible. And um, what happens is that, all right, well, the guy. Spoilers. whatever Spoilers. it's one episode of a great series calm down <laughs> um he basically says all right well i'll see you tomorrow and the gay kid says i'll see you tomorrow and what oh. happens is that all right well they leave but the gay kid's like oh but i didn't want him to leave because you know i feel like all right well i love him and then the bi kid look he thinks all right you know what i can't screw this he runs back in the middle of the rain to go yeah. back to the house and it was like oh it, it, I, I i cried during that i i my i watched with my cousins you know uh this is another thing when i say females are heartless to me in, for me because they made fun of me for crying during <laughs> that and i was like you were can't. bullied by women while watching the show <laughs> yes yeah the show they <laughs> recommended stop for me. Yeah.
4: Stop, <laughs> yeah, stop
5: the right? show they I'm recommended me to watch that's with yep. them they bullied me for it and i was like oh i don't like you guys. i don't like you guys no more but <laughs> watching that i was like damn you know that's like it's a beautiful thing you know and you know I, in my, I think love is love no matter what i don't care what you what you're into as long as it's not children or some something like that keith i appreciate I this
2: keith. i pre- go ahead what's your question for keith when you grow up are you gonna be like some kind of like like a movie show enthusiast and it's like he's a, already like, a, no i mean like a reviewer kind of like, ah, oh,
5: critic, a, like a critic I, uh, yeah desi what
0: did you want to add i just wanted to add because
3: I, I have such a special place the reason i got so excited for heart is because i have all the manga because i really related to especially the bi kid, Nick. I related to him because the same struggle he had, I had, because he literally at one point was questioning, like, he was looking it up and everything, what makes like, how gay am I? Like, <laughs> am I gay? gay That's t- it. Like t- thing, because he was like, can I like guys or can I like girls? Can I like both? Desi, guys? was
0: was that a struggle for you when you oh, were...
3: absolutely.
0: Did you feel like you were doing something wrong?
3: Absolutely. It, it started, like, when I was growing up, I would make my dolls kiss. And I remember <laughs> that was like, that for me already was like, oh, and then I realized, really? now I realized like I had so many crushes on girls and I remember like I was first introduced to a girl who liked girls in middle school and made me realize like, I feel the same way, but this isn't normal because my family would say saying like, no, that's, that's not right. That's not, that's not right at all. But for me, it was like, I finally realized it and I just came out last year and it wasn't like, again, it wasn't my choice. It was just because of quarantine. But once I said it, I felt so relieved. And now that it's Pride Month, you bet I was celebrating today because I was like, guys, it's my first Pride Month out. And I was just so happy. But with something like heart suffer, I wish I had it sooner before I came out because I just related with it so much. It was exactly how I felt. And it was the same struggle that I went through because this kid only went through it for like a few months. I went through it for like more than the minute I started to feel attracted to people. It was like that
5: what really killed me during that was that he was a football or a rugby player apparently because yep. it's not the same thing for some dumb reason but um what <laughs> happened was he had he was with like when he became by he realized that the group of friends he was with before were toxic as so toxic masculinity was the biggest thing and I think it was more of like or right, this one kid was toxic and then the rest followed yeah essentially something like that and it was like damn you know that kind of sucks because as a guy you see toxic masculinity And then it's instant art well a bunch of people think that every guy's like that and it's not true it just sucks
0: you know what really breaks my heart uh i all the time i'm having conversations like this with steambox and i'm serving sometimes 900 students a year it's a lot uh and there was there was a couple years where i was like yo steambox is i know there's like pride organizations and there was still years where i was like yo we have the gayest organization there is like so many of my students are like so happy and proud and out and open Um, but what's wild to me is like, I think about it generationally because now I'll look at your class and I, I I can, I can see, and again, only the self-reporting, only the people who are open enough to say I'm gay, I'm bi, or however they want to, however they identify themselves only if they're identifying themselves in that way. But then I look back at my generation and there was very little of that. There was maybe one. We didn't
1: have that representation that acceptance
0: that we do now. Right. But what people think people think that my class was less gay than your class. My class wasn't less gay than your class. My class was super suppressed and repressed and hidden in the closet. And I can't imagine what that made their lives into, right? Like to not even allow them to be themselves. I think about my generation in that way versus your generation where I'm happy that now Pride Month is a thing that y'all can celebrate openly. But my generation was very, very different. I want you to give me one more. I want you to give me one more way that you cope after a really bad day, just because we heard Netflix binging already. you kind of put me on the
5: spot here. I am, I'll come
0: back to you. Um, I'm gonna skip you for one second, Vanessa. Ooh. Oh. Oh,
1: um, I
4: just, I
3: closed
1: myself in my room. Well, not
3: really, because I'm not allowed to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but like, I close it,
2: like. Right before it closes. Yeah.
3: And so then I just like, I wanna be
1: like quiet. And just like, I don't want to talk to anyone or text anyone. And I just listen to music or watch
0: a show. What do you listen to? Um, A lot of random stuff, to be honest. Sometimes I don't even know
3: what
4: I'm listening to. You're going to say Taylor
0: Swift, she says. Oh, oh, yeah, that too. uh, I have a whole nother question now. What's going to happen if that door closes all the way? What In your parents' head, what happens? (laughs) (laughs) like, what is she doing? And
4: then they come in my door and they're like, what are
3: you
1: doing?
0: Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. Uh, what did you want to add what did you want to add a second ago you wanted to add something else. stay with me stay with me we're still on the podcast yeah, yeah, what did right. you want to add you want to add something else yeah here. i was gonna say I,
2: I just gave a breaking news actually it's like breaking news go ahead breaking news.
0: Don, johnny depp one johnny depp one uh oh, hold yeah. on yeah. After hold on you're about to attack my mental wellness because i have infinite thoughts about that that are not that are not going to be that are not going to be popular here. You're an Amber Heard supporter? I'm a supporter of, uh, I'm a supporter of so many things. Yes, I'm a supporter of, uh, I'm a, I, I do believe, I'm not, I don't want to get into it on the podcast. Ask me after, we can have a whole separate sub podcast after, I don't want to waste Amy's time with that. But uh, I do think that's interesting. And I do think that, I do think that there were injustices all around in that particular scenario. So there's no way I could celebrate, no matter what was said. Um, okay, thank you for sharing. I'm curious about what your parents think happens in the void when you close the door. Like, do all of a sudden do men show up and it's like an all man party and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have no idea what. Everybody looks at Brandon, like like Brandon's gonna teleport into the room. (laughs) If that door closes, Brandon teleports in. So hold on. So what's yours? I too. You like to sleep. Yes. You like sleep. Another
5: one for the team.
0: <laughs> That's another one for sleep. We've heard sleep before. My son, uh, my son struggled when uh, when I when I started hinting, like, "Hey, me and your mom live together, but like we're not like a thing." And soon, think, there's going to be changes. Be ready. My son struggled for a while. I was worried about, and I'm still worried about his mental wellness. Uh, but he's great. He's my best friend. We're great. But I I will always worry about his mental wellness, and I will never think that he's all set. I did watch as he went from my chubby son to somebody who liked to walk. So he literally walked it off. He, t- he started taking lots of walks. And I know some of it is to be by himself in his thoughts, like some of you said, but also I like to take walks with him now. So I take my fat ass on those walks too. Uh, and anybody who follows my Instagram will see that he and I took, you know, we all took walks this weekend over by, you know, over by the beach and stuff like that. So we take a lot of uh, walks. Walking is his video games I've mentioned are mine. Uh, you mentioned being a recovering addict. Um, and there's so many ways that in my family, like I've just had to dodge those bullets my whole life. I feel like if I even, I feel like alcoholism is just part of who I am, even without being a drinker. Um, in, in what ways did you find like the biggest victories for coping?
1: Connecting with others.
0: Um, that was like yours connecting with others
1: as much as I, today, many years into my recovery, prefer isolation or recharging my battery is what I call it. <laughs> um, I Connecting with others is really important. And today when I'm having a bad day, meeting myself where I'm at, sometimes I'll reach out and try to help someone else. I'll think about you know what I'm grateful for. It's kind of impossible to be grateful and um, angry or upset at the same time. Crossword puzzles and jigsaw puzzles were a big thing for me. Jigsaw puzzles, especially when I felt very out of control during the pandemic. It was like little victories, finding pieces that fit, finishing a puzzle, feeling in control when life was out of control.
0: You are an adult and in this room because you're an expert on the subject, uh, Amy. So um, what is that point for all of us? What's that point where you knew... It's over, you've won forever.
1: I, it's not over and I have not won. <laughs> I am challenged every day. Um, I have to make good choices and bad choices. I have bad days. Also in recovery from serious mental illness and a suicide attempt survivor in the past. a Coping skill that's in my toolbox, I've come to accept that my brain is just wired this way some people never think about taking their lives, but that's a coping skill. That's in a toolbox in a hypothetical shed locked in my backyard. Uh, but you know, I go through things and experience things and have fears of failing, fears of succeeding, and just constantly have to check in with myself, meet myself where I'm at, connect with others and give back.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Uh- Amy, Amy Hoppt, uh, where can people find out more about your work?
1: On Instagram, Facebook. I will leave behind my contact information, cell phone, email. Amy Hoppt um, is my Instagram handle. You'll see lots of pictures of my cat who <laughs> 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 likes to adventure and some other you know, activities I like to do. I'm also a youth... Um, mental health first aid instructor just recently certified so i'm gonna be in and around what
0: the hell is youth mental health first aid
1: so it's teaching adults how to support youth who are experiencing mental health crises okay there is also a youth supporting youth training that's going to be rolling out so if anyone's interested in you know becoming trained it's like cpr or basic first aid there are things that we learn and can be taught how to help anyone out in the community when they're experiencing let's do it here let's
0: do it here in this room in the fall let's make it happen i
1: would love to do it
0: great great um okay so we've talked about uh we've talked about some healthy ways to cope some ways that are not healthy to cope uh less healthy to cope we've talked about uh the difference between morals, right? Between what's good and bad and our things, is there really a good and bad line? Um, its It's been interesting. I learned a lot from all of you, but again, with Amy being our expert in the room, uh, not just the people in this room, Amy, but to the world who listens to our podcast, again, thank you for making us number two this week in the world in education. I don't know why so many people listen, but I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Amy, what do you... Do you have any a parting message, anything else that we should be thinking about when it comes to our own mental wellness before we go?
1: Be kind to yourselves, keep doing what's working, what doesn't work. Remember, it's, there's nothing wrong with you, there's something wrong with your plan and you just need to change it up. Add things, take away things, meet new people, find different coping skills, outlets,
0: I want to ask a, I, I know this is the part where I wrap up, but she opened a can of worms. I'm really curious. Do, are all of you, do all of you feel like you are 100% of the time kind to yourselves? Are there examples? <laughs> are there examples of when you're not? I can think of an example when you're not last week, I brought in the hot ones challenge and all of you, <laughs> you,
4: tortured
0: <her. laughs> you tortured yourselves by having the, this hot sauce. Uh, some of you were dying by the end. Uh, in, in what ways are we not kind to ourselves? What does that look like? Sleep schedule. Sleep schedule. Wow, <laughs> that's a great example. That is, hold on. I am, I am not. I feel attacked. <laughs> you have a sleep schedule? <laughs> <thought for> that. <laughs> hold on. I did not. I No bullshit. I did not have an example in my mind. I was wondering what that looked like to not be kind to yourselves. I'm sure that I'm not kind to myself in many ways. But when Keith immediately, the brilliant person in the room immediately gave sleep schedule i felt guilty af immediately because i know that i'm not kind to myself with sleep schedule how about you in what way
5: oh well there's games there's other unmentionable things i can't mention on this podcast yeah um for instance there i remember when um, i was like watching movies because usually i i developed the horrible habit of listening to sounds when, like I sleep. So like, all right, I'll watch a YouTube video and then I'll watch a YouTube video. That's when I'm falling asleep. So like that. Um, but like, I would like watch a movie cause it's kind of backfired on me. So like staying up way past the time I'm actually supposed to go to bed. And like, if I'm playing a game and I'm trying to beat this thing, I'm like, all right, you know Just give me like five more minutes and I'll do it. And then it goes past that, you know, because mm-hmm. five more minutes is
0: never five more minutes. Been there. Shout out to Keith. Um, because we're writing uh, season two as we go along we have an outline I have leaders from this group who have been working with me we have an outline of what the season's gonna look like as we do four more shows uh, coming up with you guys I will feed you but uh, I think I think this idea of the question that you asked or the question that I, that we got from you is in in what ways are we not kind to ourselves I think that's something that really deserves an ex- examination. I think that's something we should really look at. So think about that. We'll talk about that on a future episode. Uh, Amy hopped thank you so much uh, for joining us.
1: Thank you for
0: having me. Steambox Warriors from Central Falls. Uh, this has been episode two of the Joyful Rebellion season two. Please say peace out to the world.
4: Peace!